Dog's a weirdo. He is a weirdo. That's just going to be a good shot where there's you and I sitting lounge with a dog's ass right in the middle of it. He's going to find Mrs. Ollie now. Anyway, everybody, it's Footy and Frothies. Uh, we are on the deck, so we're joined by Nash, the staffy. Um, round seven preview Ollie, the Oracle, and Barney, break even Barney with us. Um, <laughs> talk some Supercoach and do go and look through each of uh, the upcoming games. Uh, we'll kick off with Supercoach. Or should we kick off with the big question of the week? Ooh, what's the big question of the Who's week? Who's brought out the best Anzac jersey this year? I haven't even looked at them, to be uh, honest. Not no. really. No, no well, opinion. that's disappointing. Well, the thing is, well, what was my bold prediction? Was, was South going to have a good one or a shit one? <laughs> no idea. South's have you seen right? South? Uh, it's blue. Yeah, it's the same, <laughs> as, the ro- same as the Roosters yeah. one, which <laughs> it's... A bit weird that I've seen Roosters fans blowing up about the Roosters one, but it's the like same the jersey one. that they wear every year, the light blue. And I yeah, think it's yeah. a callback to their jersey of like the 30s, like yeah. years and years back. So it's like a it's like a heritage jersey. So I don't see why there's heaps of uproar about it. Guess they don't care about their club's history. What can I say? <laughs> uh, best one I've seen. Mm. Uh, mm, mm. I actually like this. I like I actually like the Roosters one. I don't know what's wrong with it. I, I like uh, it too. Um, they don't. The a lot are still the same. Uh, most of them are the same as last year. Paris <laughs> yeah, the same right. as last year. Tigers the, the same, same as last year. Penrith the same as last year. So well, that was uh, not the big question, obviously, because we have any answers. <laughs> no, but you know what? Anzac jerseys. It's not a. It's not what the jersey looks like. It's what the round represents, and that's what matters. So who really cares what the jersey Absolutely. looks like? Absolutely. So we'll there. get into the Anzac, Anzac round footy. Um, first of all, some Super Coach chat though. We've had some big. Big outs this week between suspensions and injuries. Uh, Ollie doesn't necessarily or doesn't play, but he might share his opinion as we go through, as he's wont to do. Barney, what are you <laughs> doing? Um, so you've got. So let's start. Well, let's start with probably the biggest one, Latrell. Yes. What are you doing? You selling? Well, in draft, I'm going to keep him because price doesn't matter in draft. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I'll put him on the bench and put Dewey in, I think, to fullback. But. Um, Obviously, RTS is going to come off my bench and start playing. Um, I'm sort of tossing up. I, I always do like to have the two the two fullbacks. So, with Pappenhausen out as well and Teddy out of a bit of form, you're sort of defaulting back down to your your Guthersons, um, possibly even shedding some money and going to Will Kennedy, who has the Bulldogs this week. Um, Tommy Turbo five ninety been paying, um, been setting up a lot of points, and then yeah, and the other questions. Is the question is, would you trust him yet? Would you Ponger yeah, or Tommy? Yeah, um, so Ponger's still in your sort, boy. So if you're going for your top guys, it's going to be Gutho, Ponger, or Tommy. Um, you'd want to have a look at the the run that they've got. I'm pretty sure Parramatta's got a pretty soft run, but um, Gutherson doesn't always put out massive super coach points just due to the fact that um, you know it's a lot largely based on attacking stats so then you default back again to your Pongers and your Tommy um, from what I saw I'd probably be leaning towards Ponger uh, depending on prices but 
So, I don't think there's really a wrong answer there, to be no, honest. No, that's true. I just thought you might have it. So, sort of we're selling Keller around 660. I haven't 660. sort of looked at it. He's, go, he's going, yeah. You can't hold him for four or five weeks. I've now, Teddy's the cheapest he's been in probably two years. He's yep. down to 689. Um, he's probably getting close to buy territory, to be honest. Yeah, he is. But uh, um, he's got a he's, break he's even of 150. He's going to drop up 60. Something. Yeah, that's right. So, if you can afford to, the player might be keep his powder dry for yep, a week for and you might pick up to 620. Yep. And move someone in. Uh, I'm I'm leaning towards Ponga at the moment, but just because he means so much to that team. Uh, obviously, Tommy does also mean a lot to Manly, but he's not always just their main focal point. Where we're that night side, pretty much all the all their attacking yeah. flow is going to come through Ponga. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ollie, do you ever thought? And yes, best? I do indeed, and I don't know how much either of these players cost or whatever, but I guess there's a bit of an out there to bring in for your injured uh, Latrells or Pappenhausen. One, Dane Laurie. Um, <laughs> I'd say he's going to have a, a decent game this weekend, even up against Manly and Tommy Turbo. I, I would be very surprised if a lot of super coach coaches don't have him as a... Laurie's are also yeah, a centre, centre wing jewel. Yeah, so would have so picked him up at base. Keep him in basically. cheap price in the centre wings. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, also, if you want a cheapie, maybe just for the week and then sell him on. I'm not sure how, how good business it'll be, but I'm going to double down on Caleb Bacon. I, I, I dare yeah, say yeah. he'd be very cheap, and I guess if he puts in a similar performance to last week, I don't actually know who Canberra have got this week. Yeah, the Cowboys. Uh, I'll bring him in. So 295, you've got a break even this week of 37. But he'll still need to play one more game. Yeah, and he'll, but he will be playing another game. So he'll need to play what, a third game before um, his price changes. But for me, well, I, I've, actually, I've picked up, um, I've just gone straight to Turbo. I had Latrell going straight to Turbo, not thinking too much. But uh, Gutho is my second fullback. But Price difference w- between Ponga and Tommy? Is 200k. Oh, Ooh. sorry, 120. 120. Oh, 120, okay. Uh, Ponga's 708. Tommy's 590. If Tommy had to start the season, I probably would have started the season with said Tommy. Um, Dufty's the one in between, about 600. Yeah, I can't, I can't go to Dufty. Level below. He's been pretty quiet this year, realistically. Yeah, he's only sort of had a couple of games where he's um, gone yep. big. Forecast to make some cash this week. Um <laughs> Your pap, I'm guessing if you've got Papinaz and you're probably hope, holding one more week and hoping for the best. Yeah, well, generally, yeah, my, trade my in rule and out. is um, anyone over probably $400,000, if they're out for more than two weeks, you have to get rid of them. Yep. But you could probably get away with holding them for two weeks. So yeah. it's generally as far as I'll go to, uh, with anyone that's worth decent money, I'll... I'll hold them for two weeks, but that's about as long as I'll hold them for. So. If you are, look, I mean, like for like for basically the same money. Unless you trade the stuff. Well, obviously. like for like um, for the same money is RTS, the other one we haven't mentioned. That yeah, I've had I've straight, RTS straight from out. the start. I've yeah. had RTS and Mitchell with my two fullbacks from the start. So um, I'll probably go with Ponga, to be honest, this week. Momorowski and Mansour, are you looking to get rid of them straight away if you've got them in your centres? Yeah, well, uh, both around the same. Let's say they're both around four hundred. Pull Yeah, uh, Momorowski, you could probably hold. I'm not sure if Mansell. Um, they're both sort of very up and down. I'm not sure you're going to get consistent points out of either of them. Mm. So. It's sort of the go with the whole centre. Here's wing, a question: honest, Yeah, who is the one you're going to get consistent points out of? Oli, <laughs> um, do you have an opinion on any centres that might really. be under the radar? Well, well Kate will obviously is one of the blokes well, that and, you put in yeah, because he plays yeah. back row. So if he's going to make the two O's now priced himself, are you going to need some cash to splash? Which well, I had two O was my first centre wing picked and. 
Momorowski half a mil. I did, to be honest. Probably the the one I'd look towards if I am going to get rid of Momorowski, um, which I don't. Have, I've only got him in draft, so it's irrelevant again. But would be I'd, I think Rapana is playing good enough football to be consistent. Yes, definitely. Lomax, you can definitely at. pick up um, at that price, which is around five forty. Uh, <laughs> and below that, I would look towards a Jack Bird. I'd say be next in line for me. Well, oh, really good POD. Uh, let me have a look how much POD is. 2%. 380. Tom Opacek. Yeah, I've yeah. got Tom Opacek. I've had him from the start. I thought he'd be someone that should make some money in that Parramatta um, back line. He hasn't had a lot of opportunities. They went to him a couple of games ago and he got a couple of tries. But he's um, someone that you could hang on to and um, I hope he gets a try here and there. Um, just Justin Ollum has been fairly consistent. He's He seems to be on a bit of a downward uh, spiral at the moment, but I don't expect that to continue for too long. Um, Alex Johnson moving to fullback might oh. be worth a shout. Um, he's he's dropped about 80k now, so he's probably priced about where he should be. And moving to fullback, he could could be some extra points. We'll get to ball definitely, there. and same as I think Campbell Graham can. I know he's still probably priced a little high, 440. I think he's going to be getting a lot of ball next few weeks. You know, be the um, one as I look through there. Yeah. Talakai is coming back. Another second rower that's going to be played. You can put in. Will Chambers priced at three eighty. Interesting to see how he comes back. Three eighty is not bad price for Will Chambers. If he comes back any good, I think you'll find quite a few people jumping on him. But yeah, Talakai obviously started off the bench. I expect him to be back into the back into the thirteen within two or three weeks. So, and he generally was. I think he was averaging high fifties. Yeah. At, uh, last year, so as a centre wing, if you're going to get someone average in high fifties, definitely not bad. Uh, not a bad pickup. Now, any other off the uh, outside the square centres? Yeah, um, I've had one in my head since we got onto the centre wingers. Now I'm not quite sure how much he scored last week, and it, it might be a bit of a risk. But uh, Brody Jones, maybe from mm-hmm. Newcastle, I yeah, take he's it. Gonna be one, he'll be one seventy. He'll be base price. Yeah, so that's obviously very cheap, and um, I'm not sure he's yeah. um, actually positioned in the centre wing. I think he's positioned in the back row. If you play, him, if you play him as a, uh, as a centre wing, though, are you able? Oh, you wouldn't be able no, to can't. do that, would you? Yeah, it depends where they've actually placed him, and uh, I can't row. find Two him RF. at the moment. Yeah, he's in the second row, Two so RF. you can't play him as a. Uh, if you're looking for a bottom dollar, uh, Stephen Masters has got a crack into the the Rabbitohs side. Not quite bottom dollar, but three hundred thousand, he might might be okay in there. But there's not um, there's not a lot of cheapies running around in the centre wings, unfortunately, no. at the moment. No, I think you've, we've, a lot of us missed the chances Brayden there. Brayden Musgrove, actually, um, debuted last week. Didn't do um, anything spectacular, but... Sounds like O'Brien has an opinion of him, though. He's so. on for a bottom dollar if he gets yeah. a couple of games that um, could be worth hanging on to. And lastly, Tino's cop two <coughs> weeks. He's on the way down with Spiral. Is he now a sell? Well, I was thinking him, thinking of selling him last week, to be honest, but I hung on. Um, he's only dropped 15K, oh, 18K so far. But the next game he plays, unless he scores 100-plus, he's going to be dropping at least twenty to $30,000. Yep. And um, he's got some pretty low scores in that three-game three, three game rolling average. So I'd look to see him probably lose 60 to 70 grand over the next two games that he plays. So Yeah, you've got a week. You've got two weeks. You've Grace, got two yeah. weeks because he's um, suspended. So unless you've got if, – if you don't have any other pressing issues, obviously free up that cash and use it somewhere this week. But within the next two weeks, I'd be selling him. I um I did just to bring in Papa Yehi and give me a dual position for down the road. And lastly, your hookers, if you if you settled by now, 
would you be rushing out to bring a Simpkins in or would you be trying to save and try and maybe bring a Harry Grant in? Well, I've had a um, non-player, basically. I brought Dietz in the first game of the year, hoping that he'd get three games. He didn't. Yeah. He's only gotten the one, so basically he's just been a dead man there for at the time being, looking for the loop. Um, I am now actually looking to try and get two um, two hookers running up up and running in there. I'm not sure whether I'm going to go cheap with someone like Simpkins and um, just have the the playing there and get some uh, try and build some money. Yeah. Or whether I'm going to try and bring in a gun. It'll depend on what kind of money I can free up. Yeah. Out of the rest of my team, but. Two two fullbacks, two hookers is generally a pretty good option because yeah. um, they generally average high seventies, eighties, yeah. and if you can get four blokes averaging eighty in your team, that's a, a pretty good head start. So, and the uh, the cash cow that I'm now holding on to as a second five eight and pretty happy to is Schuster. Yeah, so he's already made me a bit of money, but um, I'm probably going to keep him around for a bit longer and squeeze him out of somewhere else when I do some changes, uh, and and I'm gonna. Having podged him and due to some force changes, I'll, I'll keep Mitchell Moses for a couple more weeks yet and uh, see how yeah, we, we go. we got a pretty good run and um, he did look fairly good on the weekend. So, mm. so and they, like I said, they got a good run. They got man, they got a few basically bottom eight teams for the next Broncos five weeks. Um, Broncos, Bulldogs, Manly or something, I think it is. But Yeah, I'll tell you right now. Yes. Uh, upcoming fixture. Doesn't want to load. Is uh, Broncos, Bulldogs, Roosters, Warriors, Manly. So, not too bad. Uh, let's get into our season preview. Do we have anything else we need to get into? Round before? seven preview, you mean? That one. Well, yeah. The re- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, my iPad's uploaded again. Alrighty. Um, we kick off on a Thursday night just at the bottom of this street, in fact, at Bluebet Stadium. <laughs> uh, Panthers and Newcastle. Penrith are hopeful that Dylan Edwards will be back, which will push Crichton into the centres. Uh, they do have, with Morovsky being suspended, that is, they do have May and Jennings as options to come in should that not happen for Newcastle. Uh, Stafford Tower comes in for Heimel Hunt. Ollie, lead us away. Yeah, I'm going to go Penrith probably by 14 in this one. I know Newcastle looked decent last week and Ponga looks good and we were talking about Ponga. But as I said before, yes, individually he can still put on those performances against the Penrith, but it won't be enough to beat a Penrith Panthers onslaught, I don't think. So uh, Penrith by 14, but I can I can see this one being like a, a 30 to 16 score where Newcastle don't look t- terrible, but Penrith are well and truly the better side uh, on the day. I'm going to go Jerome Luai for man of the match. I think he had a good end to that game against the Broncos, and he'll want to look to build on that. First try scorer, uh, it's hard to pick anyone really other than um, Brian Toto Bizza, um, just a superb player. Uh, Ripper Ford clash coming up here. Like This is a on-paper cracking... Ford battle, uh, and even to extension of that, um, the bench forwards looks pretty with Saifidi and, and now Brody Jones. Um, uh, there's danger with Newcastle. I, I think, as I mentioned in the review, the Ponga sweep play, if they get it right, can be dangerous um, with some of the Penrith edge defence at times. I think it might be real dangerous. That said, I'm still saying ultimately class will prevail here. As um, I'm getting cuddled, uh, I'm saying conversely, bad. the uh, 
the other the Newcastle issue is their edge defence, and I'm saying Matt Burton first try through Tuala and Stafford Tower out there. Uh, they've had issues which been exposed enough throughout the year, sweeping down outside. Burton first try, and that control of that edge means again Luai man the match in this case. Uh, Barn. <laughs> He's getting attacked by the dog. Yes. Yeah, so um, I'm expecting Penrith's forward pack to actually fly into this game, to be honest. I think they um, they feel a little bit embarrassed because, as I mentioned in the re- review, I thought they got dominated at different times in that game against uh, a Brisbane pack with the, the team that was pretty much you know running second last or whatever it was at the time when that happened. So I expect them to have copped a pretty good rev up over the over the weekend. Um, I think they'll be up and ready for this one. Um I'm gonna, I was going to go down that left side with you guys. I was going to go Toe and then I was going to go Burton. So we'll go one inside and we'll go with kick out first try scorer. Uh, I'm going to go man of the match, Luai. Again, popping up on that left hand side. I think um, you know they got well, every team. Sweep. Every team that plays um, Penner is going to. You know, it's their target edge. They're going to have to, you know, they're going to have to put in a lot of work to stop that left hand edge from Penrith. And I've got Penrith thirteen plus. We get to the Friday night game. Titans looking to bounce back after their clean sheet last... Well, their shutout, I suppose. The wrong end of a clean sheet <laughs> against the Bunnies. Uh, Mo comes in and starts for Tino, who's been a uh, couple of two weeks off. Sam McIntyre comes on to the bench. The Bunnies, uh, as we've said, Mansour and Latrell, big outs. AJ, uh, Alex Johnson starts at fullback. And uh, Paulo comes in on the wing. Uh that's about there. Well, there are all the changes there. Uh, Barn. I'm going to go uh, Souths one to twelve. I think the Titans obviously have to be better than what they were last week, but I expect South to play a similar kind of game plan. Um, work over those edges, try and get their second rowers tired early. Um, obviously work to the middle, but then work back towards the second row and then Cook just to be running amok through the middle. So I've got um, Damien Cook, man of the match. I'm going to go first try scorer, Stephen Masters, um, just because he's his first game this year yeah. and why not? Yep. Um, I'm not too confident in my Titans, to be honest. I'm, I'm sure we'll see a better effort, but they're, they're versing the second best team in the comp, in my opinion. So they're going to get done. And I think... That's thirteen plus. I'm not. I'm not tipping it. I guess an absolute flogging. I hope the Titans are a bit better than last week against Manly. So I'm tipping they'll do so. But yeah, uh, South Sydney just too much class. First try score. You know what? I'll say uh, AJ will want to. Uh, sorry, Alex Johnston. I've got a. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, that's, why I, that's why I pull yeah. myself up as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Alex Johnston, because I think he, he's always wanted to play fullback. He got he got his chance there. What was it, 2017, 2018? So I think that he'll want to come out um, firing. Um, now that he's got that opportunity back at fullback again, my man of the match, I'm going to say uh, Adam Reynolds. A similar performance to last week against the Tigers. Um, I'm concerned with Souths. Uh, like I said, about Latrell not being there and there are key, like I said, if that's a 12-point turnaround, a 12-point difference to the team, uh, a little bit concerned. Not enough to make me tip against them, but uh, they'll, they'll have to change a little bit of how they play, so they could be clunky to start. Uh, I'm saying uh, without Latrell, they're going to play a bit straighter and a bit through, possibly even to the other side of the field, and I'm saying it brings Campbell Graham into the game. Yep. 
So first try for scorer for him. We like I said, we saw it last year. What happened? Um, where he was tremendous when he finally got some ball. Uh, I had an argument, uh, not an argument, discussion with uh, our friend Damo the other day, suggesting Campbell Graham should actually be on the wing for him. Thoughts? I'd say he's probably throughout his career been a better winger than he has a centre mm. for South. So I'm, I'm inclined to agree with that if that's the way you're arguing. Yeah. No, I think he's. Um, I think he's starting to grow into that centre position. To be honest, um, I think it gives him a little bit more room to use his footwork, and I think he's got some quite uh, quite a fair bit of decent footwork, and he's just that little bit bigger body as well, and he can mm. run through people in the centres. Yeah. So no, if I'll you can work um, on his little tip-ons and his um, offloads a little bit, he could become an outstanding centre. But I think at the moment, centre's probably his position. No, I'm, I'm with you, Barn. Uh, Damo was with Ollie, so yeah, that was a chat the other day. Uh, which, uh, yeah, I, and I think lack of ball more than anything's just limited his chances this year. Yeah. Um, the next thing I need to tip is a man of the match, and I'll say Cam Murray just uh, getting through the middle of some tied forwards now without um, without Tino there will look pretty sharp either side of halfway half time I think. Uh, but looking forward to a better improvement. South by twelve. <laughs> Parramatta and at Brisbane up in Darwin. Uh, tomorrow and I haven't looked at the forecast Friday night I should say uh, Denna Levy Danny Levi straight onto the bench at 14 that, that's going into GT's team sorry GT we've got a hook uh, nice. <laughs> Herbie comes back in at 3 uh, Puppy he does start with uh, it looks like Maddo's play in Reggie's and Wiramu Greg onto the bench yeah, uh, potentially that. another name but I think I got that right. I think uh, you got that one right. Um, yeah, he's coming from the Cowboys. Cracking forward battle again on paper here. Uh, it looking is. Looking forward to seeing how the first twenty odd minutes of this game pan out. I am going to go with the obvious form and say eventually Para will win it. Just, uh, but uh, they're not. We have seen from Parramatta when they do get bullied, they can. They don't like it. They're better bullies than. Uh, Bullies, <laughs> whatever the opposite is, uh, victims. Uh, so we'll see how that comes about. But just saying the form will continue there. I'm going Opachik first try. Uh, yeah, just to get over David Mead on that side of the field through perhaps a Reed Marnie play. And he will be man of the match just for backing consistency and keep his role going, Barn. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm a little worried if uh, Broncos forward pack can back it up and do what they did last week with the Penrith pack. I think um, I think their big guns, Hass, um, TPJ and uh, Lodge will probably stand up, but I think a few of the those fringe forwards that they have there might not be able to back up their efforts that they did last week. I think Paramount will get the roll on through the middle. I was thinking 1-12, to 12, but the more I think about it, I think the way that they um, bashed up the Raiders pack last week, I think they'll do similar to the Broncos pack, and I'm going to go uh, Parramatta 13-plus. Man of the match, uh, Gutherson. Uh, just, I think you'll pile on some points at the back end of this game, and I've got Sivo for the first try. I'm tipping the Broncos. Okay. Nice. I'm, I'm going for it. I'm going Beautiful. for it. Like it. Send um, it, bro. Yeah. Send it. Uh, look, it, it, it'll be exciting, and I, I, I'd love to see more upsets this year. Uh, Parramatta are a team 
Daggy, I know you've you've promoted them, but I've still got them around the same area. Hey, they okay. they had that really good performance against Canberra, who I think are, are coming down a bit. That game against Melbourne, which I thought you brought up this point a little while ago, was a bit of a anomaly. Yeah. They still they were sort of reacting to that loss against the Dragons. But the thing is, too, I've liked what I've seen from Brisbane for I'd say most of this year. It's been a couple of games where they've been poor. Um, and the thing is, I feel like Brisbane feels they need to beat Para if they're going to start moving up in a weird way because all this crap really started when they lost 58-0 in that semi-final and Para are a team who have beaten them ever since and there's been that little bit of, I guess, extra animosity ever since then and it's sort of like Brisbane kind of need this win and I think they can do it. I, I think they can, especially through the middle. Um, if their forwards back up, definitely. Does the climate suit Brisbane better? Well, that's the thing. We're in a we're at a neutral ground, so I'd say home ground advantage. I know Power have taken a couple of games up to Darwin in the past, but um, I'm going to take that into account a bit as well. And I'd love to see Brisbane win just for a, you know, a, a, an exciting league. You know what I mean? Where anyone can beat anyone on their day. Um, but yeah, they just lost to Parramatta in round one. They just lost to the best team in the comp last week. Nearly beat them if Asako gets that field goal, I mean, mm. they probably go on with it. So if they can nearly beat the best team in the comp, why the hell can't they beat Parramatta on their day? Parramatta are going to have to be a little bit off too, which I think they, they very well could be because they're just that team. Your Papalides won't be and your Guthos won't be. But, um, yeah, I'm going Brisbane, let's say, by four. Why the hell not? Just a random thing for me to say, but I really like the centre combination of Parramatta. That's almost their best centre combination Upper chicken yeah. near Corey. Mm. Just, I don't know why, just was thinking about today. Just <laughs> so much be interesting to see what happens when Blake does come back. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm, I've already ever done my preview. Yep. Perfect. That's, have you done yours, Barney? Yes, mate. Yes. Sorry, I was just thinking about near Corey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sharks and Bulldogs. Uh,. Your man, Brendan Dietz, comes back onto the bench for the Dogs. Oh, right. Uh, to Pines out, injured. Yeah, Hetherington's out, suspended. So Thompson goes into 10. And as, why is my iPad doing this? And do, do, Johnson's back in the seventh. And uh, Johnson's back named on the bench for the Sharks. Dory's on the bench for the Bulldogs. Um, with Aiden Tolman going out. So he's the reshut, the, just the pack shuffle around a little bit there. Um, he's replaced, obviously, by Johnson on the bench. Barney, confident heading into this? No, I should be. Mm. I'm not overly confident. <laughs> um, the Chad news will be interesting to see how the team takes that and what actually um, transpires when he gets out on the field. Uh, I remember last year, I'm pretty sure I gave Shano a 12-and-a-half-point head start and the Dogs ended up beating us. I think that was one of the only games they won all year. So um, the Sharks are really good at losing to teams that they should absolutely flog. Um, but we're going to go Sharks 13-plus because I am. Okay. Uh, Will Kennedy, man of the match, I think he's going to set up two or three tries. Um, he's basically been the, that last touch for most of the tries that the Sharks have scored this year. And we'll go Connor Tracy over on the left-hand side for the first try scorer. I'm going to go the Sharks by I'm going to go the Sharks by 18. Uh, I think they'll get their groove back and uh, just play, just not give Bulldogs those sniffs that the Cowboys did last week. Just won't let them into the game, I'm hoping. Um, first try, Teague Wilton, a bit of pace through the middle, 
And what you said about Will Kennedy is what I've said in that he a couple of touches, a couple of try assists, and a bit of pace out the back. We'll see him out of the match. Ollie? Sharks 13 plus. I love me a bit of Bubba, a bit of Will Bubba Kennedy. So I'm going first try scorer and man of the wow, match. Look at us. He's quickly. Uh, coming into, you know how we talk about our favourite players, that team of favourite players. He's quickly taken that fullback role. I love him and I love yeah, what I've nice. seen from him this year, especially because he was someone who, coming into the year, there were big question marks over. I think you had some question marks Mate, over. The first game Barney. I watched him play, yeah. I went, Jesus Christ, this player couldn't be playing yeah. football, first grade football. It took him a couple. <laughs> I think he got two pop plans last year. He did. Yeah. yeah. But, but it, this year it's just been completely different. I hope he kicks on with it because it looks like Cronulla have got themselves a long term fullback and Matt Moyer. chiming in very well, Favourite, his yeah. timing's good on those sweet plays, and um, yeah, he's got decent passing and pretty yeah. good short king game as well. So, but a question in terms of full time when SJ's back, right? You have Chad and SJ in the halves, well, you've got Bubba, Bubba, well, Bubba Kennedy's playing fullback, and you've just brought in Will Chambers. Like, where does Moylan go? Moylan to the airport last week, yeah, about. <laughs> Fuck him off. <laughs> he plays 14 if he plays at all. I think he just pushes McCoolius yeah. out of the team. Um, the only saving grace is obviously Chad's um, signs elsewhere. So come the back end of the year, if the Sharks are you know, only floating around the bottom of that eight, they're probably going to push Chad out and he can go play Reggie's and they'll bring through Trindle and or um, they'll bring through Moylan, depending on what their plans are for next year to get them guys up and running at the back end of the year. But I still I think they'll be within striking distance enough for that not to happen too. Yeah, it might not happen. But and I think Chad will at least be playing good enough individually. Yep. Uh, no, I can't, yeah, as I said, I can't fault the bloke. He's always been, you know, yeah, decent yeah. enough. So the main event Saturday night: Cowboys and Raiders. I'm pretty sure of all the teams Raiders could be playing this week. I think Ricky's quite happy to have the Cowboys <laughs> on the draw. Yeah, um, a brand new pack though. He's reshuffled again. Ryan James starting, Starling at nine. Gula starting at 10, Hudson Young 11, Whitehead 12, Sutton 13, Havili 14. He hasn't missed around here. Papali yeah, he 17, and he's he's brought uh, Hawira Naira and Horsberg straight back into the squad. Um, so he's pulled the trigger. He actually held out away. longer than I thought yeah. he would for the two quarters. I, I was surprised it wasn't last week, but, yeah, he um, stuck to his guns, but I think he's seen change need to happen. Uh Seb, and those Seb, two both bring mongrel. They've both oh, got a yeah, bit yeah, of mongrel definitely. in them. So, yeah. uh, and Seb Chris named currently on on the wing for Simonson. Uh, okay. I would imagine Swap there could Croker. be some swaps going on there. Um, but one step at a time. Cowboys, 1-17. to 17. Here you go. Uh, Ollie, lead us away. I'm tipping Canberra 13+. plus. I, I do think they'll win 13+, plus, although it is a bit iffy considering the Cowboys have won their last two and the Raiders have lost their last two. But I know it was only two weeks ago, but I miss the Cowboys being the worst team in the comp because the Bulldogs is the worst team in the comp, but just boring. They're not necessarily like... They're, they're bad, obviously, but they're just boring with the ball and attack. At least with the Cowboys, they're dropping it. They're, they're, running they're just do, running into each other. They're doing stupid stuff. And, and I enjoy watching it. I don't get any value out of watching the Bulldogs being bad, but I do out of the Cowboys being bad. So I'm hoping for a performance like that this week. Also, nothing against Cowboys fans. If any team was playing the way that they played for the first few weeks of the season, I'd be um, enjoying watching their pain as well. But yeah, uh, the Raiders 13 plus. Look, I'm going to say first try is Seb Chris, um, just because I think he needs to cement himself that centre role at Canberra. And I don't know, Craig can get used to Reggie soon. <coughs> and man of the match, 
just because I love him. I think every camera game I tip him as man of the match just because I love seeing him have a good game, Georgie Pye. Why not? He, he's my he's in my favourite team as halfback. So good on him. Yeah. What happened? Hang on, hang on, hang on. Was it? Where's Fogarty in your favourite team? Oh, that's half's partners He's lost one, the league. No, one of, one wow. Of, one of well, that's a, no, that might be the call of the night. One of them plays five eight. One of them plays halfback. And <laughs> hey, Bobby Kennedy's. Challenger is AJ and he's slipping down quick. So yeah, they're both dropped. Don't worry, you're allowed to say it only. No, at the <laughs> moment, no. I, until I find an actual half uh, five eight to join my team, Fogarty's just shifted Louis? to five eight. I do love Romy. I do love Romy. It, it's close. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Get back fair in enough. contact with me next week. Oh well, I'll probably have to. Um, <laughs> Barney. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, <clears throat> Raiders should win this thirteen plus, and if they don't, they're going to be very disappointed, I would imagine. And Ricky will be getting them running up and down sand hills for the next four and a half weeks. Some cold <laughs> sand hills down <laughs> in Canberra. Or frozen hills. That'll do. Far out. Be running up and down a frozen of hills. Truck and dogs going down a hume full of sand in the next, <laughs> <laughs> in the next few weeks. Oh, you might bring them up here, running yeah, up and down sand hills. Who knows? You'll get, they'll be doing a lot of running anyway <laughs> if they don't win 13 plus um yeah i don't mind the, a lot of the changes to be honest um tom starling was my man all last year and i was all over it and i like him coming in to be honest he just adds those that extra bit of pace coming out of, i agree is he possibly a super coach buy for your bench this week consider because yeah, i i just possible. he's still he's still is priced he, very high oh, i was i was gonna yeah, say it came, that was my question a, yeah. a pretty good yeah. back end of last year so um, but if there's some points here, I would imagine playing against the Cowboys. Um, I understand what you're saying about the Cowboys and the Dogs because the Dogs just fail, but the Cowboys yeah, do it the, spectacularly. Yeah. <laughs> the thing about it is the Dogs, like, it's been a couple of years since there's been a team like this, but, like, I just don't want to watch the Dogs game. Generally not. Um, yeah. when unless they have unless to- I'm, they're playing, like, a top eight team where I'm just going to laugh. But, but, like, when they, they just drag the others no, I love- down to their level and you go, oh, my God, anyway. Yeah, I I actually love because even last dogs. year when they weren't very good, but they tried hard, you yeah. could respect them. But now they're just there. When they have the ball in hand, I genuinely want to fall fall asleep. Mm. Like it's not that they're making errors all the time or anything. No, but they, they just, just do nothing they with just, the ball. They have five hit ups. Yeah, and that's it. At, <laughs> at least yeah, the Cowboys knock it on. I mean, geez. Mm. Raiders thirteen plus. Ryan Sutton first try scorer, and I'm going to go with Whiten to get man of the match. I think I've already backed him a couple of times this year, and he has and gotten close, but let's go again. I'll keep keep the sweep going and make uh, Chris first try um, back in the team. Uh, Canberra by 24, and I'm going to say Ryan Sutton uh, will keep his hot form going and, and should dominate these fools. Uh, the Tigers and Eagles kicks off Antic Day at 1.45 at Bankwest. I will be in attendance for my first time to Bankwest. Yeah, nice. So we'll see how that all goes. Uh, with producer Mariah. With producer Mariah. Kicking and screaming to the goal end. Um, <laughs> Tommy Turbo in this team, Manly have won 15 in the last 20 is the stat that was trodden out today. Uh, they're pretty much the same team as last week. Tigers bring Cheekham in for Kapoa, who didn't mention injuries, but did his ACL and is out for the year. Uh, all the best to him. Uh, he actually looked better at centre than he did on the wing all last year. So he did, and then um, Tommy took up his Tommy Talao took, took up, up his his, um, his, his hands like feet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so maybe that's the problem. Uh, and Joey Lillo on the extended bench, so I imagine he might be a chance of taking that spot. Look, I'm going to go Tigers one to twelve 
if both teams play the way they did last week and the other doesn't, well, it's going to be comprehensive. If they both turn up politely last week, it's going to be a pretty close game. I've got to put some faith back into the Tigers and think they did enough to grit, outgrit this manly uh, this manly pack. I think they've actually got a better pack here, even though there's some names here they have been playing all right. Um, saying first try scorer, Jake Simpkin will get us away with a little dart through uh, through the middle of the field. And man of the match, I'll give to Adam Dewey to continue with his fine form at 5'8". Bun? Yeah, on paper it looks pretty close. Um, I don't really. Oh, I want to tip the Tigers just for you, but I'm not oh, going that's beautiful. to. <laughs> <laughs> no one ever tips anything for me. Uh, no, I'm going to tip Manly. Uh, okay, I'm going to tip Manly 13 plus. <laughs> I think that's right. At least I get to leave early and come back to the pub. <laughs> I think it'll be a pretty close battle in the forwards, but I think, yeah, um, Tommy on the back of the halves. I think the, the edges in the halves. If Foran and Cherry Evans turn up, they could um, carve the edges in that middle to pieces with Tommy on the back of them. So 13-plus Manly first try scorer. We'll go with Morgan Harper. Just um, tacking in off a, um, a break on the inside somewhere. And uh, man of the match, I'm going to go with Foran. Because oh, okay. I don't think he's won a man of the match in quite a while, so why not? I think I might have been in primary school. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know what? This one's actually really close for me to call. So I'm going to allow bias in. I'm never going to forgive Tom Travojevic for that game last <laughs> week. Never, ever, ever. And you know what? Out of spite, out of a newfound hatred for yes. him... I'm tipping the Tigers 13 plus, and you know what? I'm tipping the better fullback, Dane Laurie, <laughs> first try scorer and man of the match, out of spite for Tom Travojevic. Wow. Um, let that be a lesson to you, Ollie, as a young fellow. Always just follow your spite. Um, <laughs> okay, well, let okay. the hate flow through yes. you. <laughs> it's easy to get older, don't worry. <laughs> You already turned on Fogarty, now you're turning on Tommy. Wow. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, the traditional four o'clock game, the two traditional games now. Yeah. Uh, yeah at the SCG, the Roosters home to the Dragons, fifth versus six. Uh, we've got Spig in, Mor- uh, Brett Morris, Spig in, Sam Verrills, uh, and Takiyahu's been named and apparently he's fine. Okay. After he was going to be out for six months uh, last Forever. week. Yeah. Uh, Trent Barron's obviously retired. Ben Hunt named an extended bench, extended bench, and apparently he's 50-50. Sadly for my super coach, we won't know until 3 o'clock on Sunday. Um, uh, Ollie? I'm going to continue going for the underdog here. I think the Dragons can do it. I think uh, Anzac Day as well. Uh, big crowd there. Should be about 40,000 in attendance, hopefully, with the 100% capacity allowed back. Um, and I think there have been a couple of occasions in recent years where the Dragons and the Roosters have both been playing well and the Dragons have actually gotten the win over the Roosters and then actually gone on to be pretty poor for the rest of the season. So I am going to go with the Dragons 1-12. to Corey Norman for another huge performance. I believe, I don't think he'll play, but has Hunt been named on the extended? I believe I said that 30 seconds ago, yes. Uh, (laughs) 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 Yeah, and I'm going to say... And he's (laughs) 50-50. I'm going to say first try scorer just for that, because I'm in a bit of a silly mood, Ben Hunt. Okay then, (laughs) even at at 21? 
even at 21 <laughs> coming on, and somehow Corey Norman's still going to have a better game than him. <laughs> Fun. <laughs> I'm coming with you, to be honest. I'm going to take the Dragons in this <sighs> one. Um. <laughs> I was... <laughs> <laughs> You're going to take the drink. Go on, tell us why. <laughs> Stolly slunder. Just how clunky the um, the backline was for the Roosters last week. Um, obviously, you got Verrills coming in to nine and uh, BMOZ is there, but he's going to have to get decent ball out there. Like He's good, but he's not going to do it all on his own. So no. um, I think uh, the Dragons will be right up for this one. They, they let one slip last week, and I think they'll, um, they're going to – Try and they're going to try and dominate the forward pack. I don't think they will. I think they'll just hold. But I'm going to go with uh, Dragons one to twelve. I'm going to go first try scorer Jack Bird, and I'm going to go uh, man of the match. We're going to go. I'll go with Norman as well because if they're going to win, he's going to be the one setting up the points for them. So Daggy. I can't believe that I was so clever thinking, oh, here's the upset of the round this week, <laughs> the Dragons. <laughs> but no, you've ruined it. So I'm tipping the Roosters by six. Oh, here's the spite. <laughs> here's the spite. <laughs> but it was the closest I've come to tipping an upset. But uh, I, for everything you've said, you're both right. Uh, I'm tipping Roosters by six. I'm saying James Tedesco will score the winning try. Beautiful. So The first be try? A, <laughs> the winning try. I haven't finished yet because it'll be a – let's say it'll be your – 18 all with five minutes left and it'll be a Tedesco. Some magic from just a, a nothing play. Or it'll go I'm to golden point. Teddy will sort of ground it and then Norman will pick it up, score it down the other end, but the trial will go to the Roosters. No, they'll, they'll say Teddy knocked on and then Dragons will win just to spite me again. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm saying Angus Crichton first try score. He's been, he's been pretty quiet this year and I think... He did a lot in the trials where Sam Walker went looking for him. It hasn't really clicked yet. Uh, it could click this week. And Teddy made the match because of the winning try. Uh, Storm and Warriors close out the round at 6.15. Down at a- Amy Park. Uh, Hines starting for Pappenhausen. Dale Finucane back onto the bench. So Storm, uh, well, obviously Pappenhausen not there, but not far away from really full strength now. Yeah. Uh, Fusatua and Jack Murchie back into the starting line for the Warriors. Uh, Bailey Siren's back onto the bench. I'm going to say they'll be brave. We didn't even mention Warriors, I think, are the first team in forever to complete 40 out of 40 sets. They actually uh, didn't complete one set in the Yeah, they went down. back and oh, they yeah, changed it. They, 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 they dropped oh, wow. it to 40 out of 41. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, 98% so, completion's pretty serious. Which is what ball. they had against the Dragons in round three. What? Last year, wasn't it? So, there you go. So, uh, serious football. So, you know, they're going to make them beat them, but I think Melbourne are now well into their stride of being the second-best team in the comp. Uh, Who are they better than? Out of Souths and Penrith. Oh, and... Second-best, so, so Penrith are the best, and they're better than Souths. Okay. Souths should have lost last week. Do we watch him? I know you were. Oh, I, was, I was with you. Um, <laughs> sure. I'm saying Melbourne by 16. I think, I think the armor else will be the same as last week. And I'm saying, so play it again, Sam. I think uh, Harry will come on and make the difference. The one-two punch with the two hookers. First try scorer, though, will be Nico Hines in the Pappenhausen role, not letting anyone down. Barney? I wanted to find a reason to pick an upset in this one too, but... I looked at the forward packs and I couldn't find one apart from maybe Torhu Harris I do want to say, playing yeah. the game of his life and RTS jumping on the back of it. But 
No, I think they'll hold them for maybe 20 minutes at best and then the Storm will just do what they do. I actually reckon if yeah, if Melbourne, if uh, Warriors had Vanilla Blake, you'd be much more inclined yeah, to yeah, that yeah. way. But I think, um, I think the Storm will just put too much pressure on them. They're not going to be able to complete at 90 plus percent as they have done a couple of times this year. Um, yeah, Storm to roll through the middle and then as you already mentioned, that one-two punch from the, the Nines... Are going to make a massive difference at the back end of this game, and if you've got some big tired Warriors forwards in there, they could get shredded up like uh, the Bulldogs did last week. Was it dogs last week? Yeah, no, no, it was not the dogs. It was the Roosters. The Roosters. Sorry, that's right. It was the Roosters. Yeah, the ones yeah. that are going to beat Dragons. <laughs> that's them. I'm going to go. I'm going to actually go first try score RTS uh, just for something different. Get the Warriors to score the first try. <laughs> But then it'll come back the other way and Melbourne will win 13 plus and I'm going to go man of the match. I'll give it to Justin Ollum. I think he might have a day out, okay. out in the centres and run over Marcel and is, Toya four is, or five times. There is two pot plants on and Jack Murchie, one wing. of those two. and yeah. Jack's good. Um, but there is some pot plant material in that in that Warriors back line. Yeah, I think he could yeah, just use a couple of blokes for speed umps a few times and score three tries. Holy boy. Storm 13 plus. Um, I know RTS has been amazing this year, especially that last game. But I feel like against this opposition, they'll be able to work him out and suppress him. And I think he'll actually end up being a bit quiet. Um, I think we'll see pretty much total Storm domination. First try scorer, I will go Nico Hines just because he's coming into the side. I'd like to see him um, get over the try line. For the end of the match, I'm actually going Jerome Hughes. They obviously got the talent, but it was rumoured for a long time he was about to sign with the Warriors. He accepted less money to stay at the Melbourne Storm. This is the first time he's actually versing the Warriors prove. since then. A point to prove saying I made the right choice. Fair enough. He, it, his last two games have probably been his best two for the season, so... Yeah, and that all helps on the back of uh, yeah the the push through the middle really, yep. um, very good. So that's our review of round or preview of round seven, punting disaster class barn. Uh, where are we sitting? I don't think we got stripped last week. Yeah, we all lost last week. <laughs> <laughs> How <laughs> much am I in the minus now? Oh, well, I was one on last time. Yeah. Bet, I'm pretty sure. Five rounds, no, two hundred fifty bucks in the hole. <laughs> two hundred fifty bucks in the hole. I'm at minus uh, sixty eight dollars. Daggy's gone down to positive 510, which is not the worst in the world. We need Gumpy back because he's, he's absolutely flying. Yeah, Gumpy's um, doing all right. I haven't even had a look at a bet, to be honest. Um, let's just. Right, I'll, I'll well, yeah, go on, Ollie, throw yours out something. and I'll do mine. Yep, um, my spite bet. Um, because <laughs> I don't actually bet, I just put crazy ones out there. But this week's a special one Dane Laurie, two or more. Tigers, 13 plus. And. I've got to add something else in, surely. So I will say, Yatoi Kamanu to score any time. Very nice. I like <laughs> it. Uh, I do want to mention this round is, I'm not just going to back all of them, but if you've got an inkling for an upset here, this is a good round for it because I think Brisbane are over the odds at $4.40. I think uh, Tigers, are, they were two seventy five. they're now two fifty five. dollars Probably overs against Manly. You miss the Titans. St. I'm not worrying about that one. St George two seventy five are probably overs, and I think Warriors at six fifty are overs. I'm not necessarily they're going to win, but they're over the odds is what I think they should be. My bet though, I'm going to all up two of them. I'm going to have the Sunday upset Tigers into Dragons ten dollars on it at six dollars eighty. 
Tigers, Dragons. Sorry, what was that second team you just... The Dragons. Right there? Yes. Yeah. $10 at... What was it? $6.80. Uh, I have $10 on Matt Burton, first try scorer in the Penrith game at $10. I'm going to have $10 on Gutho and Papaihi in the Parramatta game to both score. $6 there. $10 on Angus Crichton to be the first try scorer in Dragons game at $26. <laughs> and ten dollars on Harry Grant anytime try score at three dollars sixty. Twenty six and ten dollars on Grant. Yeah, at three sixty to score anytime, which is a tremendous bet. Barney, what have you come up with? Absolutely nothing, because I've been writing down your bets. Okay, <laughs> would you like me to press the pause button for a little second? Yeah, give us a second, <laughs> Barney. Yeah, so we've got, um, we're going to go with Penrith, Storm, Sharks and Raiders. All to win 13 plus. I'm going to have $40 on that at $8.40. And then I'm going to go with an anytime try scorer uh, multi with Jesse Ramian, Tom Starling, and I just deleted one that I didn't want to <laughs> delete. And Brian Toto to score anytime. And that is going to give you. $16.25, and I'm going to have $10 on that. Very nice. It's been the Footy and Frothy preview show. Uh, if you've just logged on, this is the first one. If you've listened to go back and listen to our Round 6 review. That'll be on Spotify, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, and now iHeartRadio as of last night. Ooh, cool. So we're there as well. You can find us there. Find us on Instagram, Ollie. Where do you find us? Footy and Frothies. <laughs> Okay, I'll write that one down. <laughs> uh, and also on uh, Twitter and Facebook, leave us some feedback. Have some tremendous feedback over the last few weeks, especially. Plenty of people getting involved and vocal, so get on board and uh, see if you can earn yourself a Peanut of the Week award. Abuse us. Um, boys, good job. Yep. We Thank will you. adjourn over the weekend and we'll talk to everyone this time next week. Yeah.